Welcome to Conspiracy What? What? <laughs> Why did you say it that way? Conspiracy What? Hi, uh, I'm Allie. And I'm Serena. I'm Jackie. And I'm Cameron. We have extra people today because we're here to talk about one of the most comprehensive, extensive, and oldest American conspiracy theories ever. One that you probably are, are a believer in. As a poll said, no less than 50% of Americans have ever believed in this theory. So... It's always been. I think more it's than pretty 50%. likely that this is going to reach the masses. I think the lowest they said they ever polled was fifty-two percent of Americans believe Ooh. that this is a conspiracy. What are we talking about? Yeah, what 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 conspiracy is this, Jackie? <laughs> I mean, I have a guess, at least a good guess, an educated guess, perhaps, because right. I've educated myself the last week on it. All right, we are talking about <laughs> the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Da da. <laughs> Um, what was this? Dun dun dun. <laughs> so welcome to part one. I hope that we convince you that at least Oswald was not the only shooter. At least. At least. At, at worst, or at most, I hope that we can convince you that aliens were a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Cam's just kind of looking at all of us. We're like killing nuts. it, guys. <laughs> all right. So, spoiler alert, John F. Kennedy died in 1963, November 22nd in Dallas, Texas. Oh, I didn't wow. get to the end of my book. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Going through a motorcade in Dallas, Texas. Um, in an open vehicle. In an open vehicle on a route that was released to the public two days prior. Just and a map. And it's actually a revised <laughs> route from their original one that I heard the it was changed. wanted to keep out. I heard it was changed the day before. Yeah. yeah, so they released it to the public and they changed it, but they didn't change much. They changed enough to where you if you knew it was coming. You're one street still over know exactly, yeah. yeah. You still know exactly where he was going. If you've ever looked at the map, uh, the way the route goes is kind of odd because they choose to take a right turn, and that is the revised route. It's literally just a turn, which ends up bringing him closer to his shooter, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, why do they just go down Main Street? That's right? the question. Mm-hmm. That's a be- mm-hmm. but, I didn't even yeah. notice that. Mm-hmm. That's the revised route is that turn. That's what they chose to change, which is a very weird thing. Suspicious. Super suspicious. I mean, it is suspicious that they would drive directly to where the president would die. Yeah. Coincidence? I think not. Let's just keep saying that all episode. (laughs) There's a lot of those. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, you know, the main weird thing about talking about this theory now is we should actually already have the JFK, all of the JFK assassination papers released and declassified they were meant to be declassified in 2018 yeah they only declassified about 55,000 of the papers okay garbage this Mm -hmm. is this is a thing that i just like want to address up front is that i have listened i listened to like multiple you know audiobooks podcasts read some stuff and i just heard such conflicting information about how many papers were released i heard millions were released before (laughs) and now millions more will be released and this was in like a dignified jfk book and he had written two others so they released papers in the 90s and i don't know how many they released how could there how could there be millions i don't think there are millions maybe a million i was listening to that i was like 
Maybe millions. the answers are endless, Jackie. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, think about like how many people were just like working on the case. Even if there were like, there was like a few hundred people, how could they have possibly written enough stuff on this millions. to get millions of stuff and still have millions to be released? Unless like they're including all of the memos that are like, hey, John, how you doing today? And he writes back and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty good. How's your, how's your wife? <laughs> like, and that's included. There Honestly, are maybe. correspondences that are like that, that people have yeah, talked about. That there's I mean, random like, things where they are just talking about literally nothing. Well, I, I saw somewhere forth. that JFK himself actually kept carbon copies of every memo he ever wrote and every letter he ever sent. But that's not uncommon for yeah, that like day and age. But like... Well, yeah, because if you don't, then you don't get to keep it. Yeah. You'll lose it yeah. forever. This is a so the digital plenty. age. <laughs> um, but we should get to see everything declassified in October this year. Unless Biden chooses to block it for some reason. Yeah. That's the for only some that quote-unquote reason. Right. It was but, like national security reasons is what they cited. So, so Trump's literal, I mean, I guess loosely quoted, but his reason was... Uh, identifiable national security, law enforcement, and foreign affair concerns. That's a lot of things. Yep. Hmm. And mm, I heard that they're mostly blacked out anyway. Russia? So. They are mostly blacked out. We're going to yeah. talk about all of that. Um, but basically where this whole like family tree of conspiracies stems from is the fact that most people don't believe that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone gunman that killed Kennedy. And I think that's very telling. When you can convince half of Americans... More than half. More than half of Americans (laughs) that at least something about it is fishy. This is the only conspiracy theory I think we've ever done where if you don't believe that there's a conspiracy, you're actually in the minority. Yes. Which is an odd thing. I don't think we've ever done something that's like that on this. So Usually we're like... Hey, like 10 people thought this mongoose could talk. <laughs> could it? Everyone believes in Jeff the talking mongoose. Because I don't want to believe that a little girl strangled a bunch of bunny rabbits. So. Yeah. God, I love that one. Yeah. I love the talking mongoose. Anyway, yeah. So they did release papers in the 90s. They released papers in 2018. They were supposed to release more. Trump blocked that. Now we're not getting them until this year hopefully unless biden blocks them obviously there's a reason for blocking them yeah so there's something there but just so people know we've never even really seen the autopsy of jfk so which i think is where the problems arise is no one's ever been able to tell how he died i mean aside from being shot but like from where what happened yeah (laughs) from other than like the official papers that they've released for it being like this is what happened accept it or believe in conspiracies like i don't know yeah the only thing i've ever heard about the autopsy was from a random english teacher that i had in college who randomly i don't remember why told the class one day that her aunt was a member of the group who performed the autopsies probably worked for the coroner's office and that she was not allowed to talk about what they worked on but just that it wasn't as cut and dry as what everyone thinks it is. Mm. So dun, that dun. was what we were told. Reliable sources. That's she, what I like. She wasn't like a typical conspiracy person. It was a random thing, and mm. I've never heard anything else like that come out of her mouth. But hmm. weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So the weird thing with weird things with Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, one of them is that he was murdered literally two days after he murdered JFK. 
yeah. by the mafia. He died like two rooms over. He weirdly enough too, he was just paraded around for like forty eight hours. They just they would take him out of his cell, walk him around in front of the media, walk him back to the cell. It was like, are you gonna shoot him, him yet? Out, walk him back around. <laughs> if you watch all the tapes, like that's literally what they're doing. They would walk him to the courthouse, they would walk him back, but he had no legal representation, so there was no reason to bring him to a courthouse, mm-hmm. nor was there a real case yet. They they weren't even actually grabbing him for the murder of JFK, which yeah. is a whole nother thing. He, so, they, no one had actually ever accused him of that while he was alive. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. I, th- so I, I heard something different, that he was accused, and every time he was accused, he denied it. No, so the media accused him, but the actual officers, they, they that's not did. what they were accusing him of. They accused they him of sure killing yet. a cop. Yeah, yeah. They, they brought him in for killing a cop, supposedly. Just specifically that Allegedly. incident? Yeah. Allegedly. Where he shot a man with a revolver up close. It's a weird story, but that yeah. It was weird. So the, the questions are, uh, was he alone? Was he a government ploy? Um, you know, who actually murdered JFK? And why did he wait so long to shoot JFK? This was pretty much the end of the route, right? The very end of the route. And it would have been kind of pretty far from where he was. Yeah. Well, and if you look at like the building that we have here, and we'll put this in the newsletter, but like if you look at the building that he was shooting from, it would have made more sense for him to shoot as the motorcade was driving towards him, but Around, he chose yeah. not to for some reason. Yeah. So it's really odd. And there's a point where he would have literally been right next to the motorcade. Yeah. And like so Jackie said, he did, he denied it. Oh yeah. Multiple he, times. Yeah, yeah. He said he was a patsy. That was the specific word he and used. And then he was shot times. like 30 seconds later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I have a whole in-depth thing on that oh, because yeah. there's right. a whole thing. So with what's that. the official story? Okay, boo. Boo, boo. the official boo. report, boo. real life. The and, Warren Commission. And, and part of the reason we're booing is because Lyndon B. Johnson is just such a piece of shit. <laughs> and and, throw that right and we're just going to throw that out there. What does that have to do with, with this? Absolutely nothing. No, just kidding. It has to do with the fact that Lyndon B. Johnson, after he got sworn in as president, about six days later, uh, appointed seven committee members to run a president's commission that was later called the Warren Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a president's commission it has been that's been that's a common thing. That's you know it it's a special task force that is put together by the president at the at the time to complete a specific investigation into something. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was one for the, for, what is it called? Pearl Harbor. Um, there, and a few other like major uh, historical events. Mm-hmm. And the so- The big stuff. Right, the big stuff. And a lot of conspiracy theories come out of these commissions because there's a lot of moving parts involved. A lot of the people that are involved are, in, are political, uh, like senators, congressmen, such and such. I mean, Gerald Ford was on this commission. Um, oh, really? Yeah, just that. like there's major players in it, including the chief justice, in- including the chief justice, oh, who is named after head of CIA as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alan Dulles. Alan Dulles, yeah. one yeah. of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Local crazy. The man yeah. who said that the CIA had never committed an assassination attempt. <laughs> Oh. He said that on camera. Are you serious? Yeah, this was is a, why I asked yeah. the group. I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? So we've mentioned this in the podcast episode. Was that in the, was that in the Jimi Hendrix episode? It was, was in the Jimi Hendrix yeah. one. Oh, oh my god. Wow. 
It wasn't. Um, We've been sitting here trying to figure this out. Yes, yes Alan Dulles. That's where I remember yeah. that. Yeah, he famously claimed that the CIA has never committed an assassination attack, <laughs> nor have they ever killed anyone, is what he said. Wow. Yeah, he said that wow. on camera. That's almost like that doesn't make any a sense. downgrade on the CIA <laughs> resume. They're like, yeah. and also, we don't kill anyone. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I want to say real quick that one of the big things with this is that the guy who, the Warren Commission, the one who's named after, mm-hmm. is the one who didn't want to do this. Right. Either. He was almost forced into it. He was, by by LBJ. Who was also on the commission. Why did he not want to do it? Because he, he thought that it was a conflict of interest mm-hmm. for one branch of the government to hire another branch of the government. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for the executive power to hire a judicial power to investigate this. I don't understand that exactly because isn't that just checks and balances, but maybe he just thought there's just too much of a conflict of interest. Uh, I just don't know like who he, like Warren thought was a good person to put on this. Yeah, who would he have chosen? Yeah. I, I got the feeling that he was a little bit afraid of LBJ, mm-hmm. um, who also put himself on the commission, which is a conflict of interest. Oh, for okay, sure. that's definitely a conflict yeah. of interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. LBJ was a part yeah. of the commission, which means no matter how much they would have investigated, no matter how much they looked into, he whatever he was going to say, it was yeah. going to go. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. He so. wasn't. He wasn't a main. Um, a main committee member, no. but yeah. But he didn't he was, do the investigation. Right, he was yeah. part of it, and uh, he had, I think, probably too much of a say in it. I think it's important to mention the political feel of LBJ leading up to the assassination. Uh, there, was, there were rumors, I'm not sure if this is confirmed, but there were rumors that JFK did not want Lyndon on the next ticket of the upcoming yeah. 1964 mm-hmm. election. Well, I read that LBJ was against a lot of the things that Kennedy was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, LBJ immediately overturned some of the stuff that Kennedy had put in when he, he was president. He also did pass a few things. Like, he passed, like, a civil rights thing um, yeah. that he said, you know, that he really wanted to do because this is something JFK wanted. But was that probably for press? I think probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see that a lot of stuff kind of leads back into the other. Um, one of the things that I did hear about is that apparently Johnson and Jackie Kennedy were actually kind of friendly towards each other. Ooh. Not like relationship friendly or anything about a like that. Of interest. But JFK, <laughs> <laughs> JFK not getting along with. Johnson, but his wife getting along with them. Mm-hmm. That's a huge issue. Yeah, and it seemed like he just had a problem overall with the Kennedys. And I don't think that translated to Jackie, but I think that he just he just didn't like the Kennedys in general. Um, and actually, I read something interesting is that uh, in 2003, they did a poll, and 20% of Americans suspected that LBJ was involved in the assassination of Kennedy. 20% is like kind of high to think that you're one of the presidents had something to do with the previous president being killed in it or killed and that's why he was sworn in. Was there anything about him like really wanting to be president? Well, I mean, he did mm -hmm. win the next election. Oh, so he oh, got he two stayed. terms. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like a term and a quarter. He served well, until 1969 huh. when Nixon took over. I don't, and I'm not really sure exactly his motivation to be president. I'm guessing it was high. But I think there was like a quote from Nixon that was like, Lyndon and I both wanted to be president. The difference is that he would have killed for it. 
or something oh, like that. Yeah, because oh, like Nixon was famously yeah. Yeah. a pacifist. Yep. Yeah, and hated killing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Um, so, I personally think that Lyndon appointed this committee, this committee, to cover up what actually happened. What that is, um, we I guess we'll discuss that a little bit later. But up front, he said that the the reason for the Warren Commission was two things in particular. One, to prove with evidence that there was only one shooter and that it was Lee Harvey Oswald, and also that um, Jack Ruby. Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack Ruby worked alone killing Lee Harvey Oswald. And then the second one was to quell the fear that had risen up from the assassination, like among the nation. It was just, there was just a lot of fear. I feel like the climate of America was changing from this. And I think he just wanted to quell the fear of that and like rising fear of communism. Yeah, the America was immediately suspicious. This is a really weird yeah. conspiracy yeah. because this is one of the first times I've ever seen where it's like something happens mm-hmm. and the first thing people do is jump on the fact that something's not right. Yeah, something yeah. Usually that does it. not happen. Um, but that's kind of where I will say that the Warren Commission bothers me a lot more than just even what their findings were. But the fact that they start out with... They start out with the conclusion. Yeah, they start with the conclusion. They start mm-hmm. with a preconceived notion yeah. about how things happen. That's, yeah. that's how you do science. It's, You're yeah, like, totally. this is the end result. So let's figure out <laughs> I mean, how we get to that end result. And that was they what have they a hypothesis, but I don't think that they wanted to sway from the hypothesis. They're just going to make it work. work. They're, they're yeah. going to make it work. And, and they, they did. But what's really interesting is that many of the members of the Warren Commission did not agree with the main theory of the single bullet. Uh, And I think at least one of them had repercussions from it. Uh, the single bullet theory, I gotta say, is like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's the, the magic bullet. Theory. Yeah, let's not let's not jump forward no, no, too no, no, much no. yet, though. Well, that that single bullet had to be pretty fucking magical. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it was a magic bullet. <laughs> it makes no sense. So before we jump forward, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep on. What were some of the findings of the Warren Commission? Because that's okay, yeah. where this all starts. Yes. Yeah, and this is this is important. Let this me, is what what you will find if you were to ask a government official and say, what happened in the JFK shooting? I, you know, I'm, these aren't fully my own words just because they summed it up very well here. Um, So, first of all, that the shots, they did say shots, which... There were three. hmm, There were three. three. They found three, yes. Which killed the president and wounded the governor, were fired from the sixth floor window at the southeast corner of the Texas School Book Depository. Right. Um, this, I think that is just like a, a I, every single conclusion of the report, I think leads to some sort of conspiracy theory because, you know, it's like the trajectory of the bullet doesn't make sense with sixth floor window or like that distance or, you know. Well, and we were watching some documentaries and there was one where in the initial police investigation, like as they're standing in the book depository building, they say, yeah, we found some bullet casings on the fifth floor. Mm, okay. So, which mm. is it? Is it, is it five? Is that it seems six? important yeah. to know where the person was. And, and, and they found, like, 
the a weapon or a, a paper bag that the weapon was stored in. But there's no weapon. But there's no weapon. That's and how my, could you store a problem. weapon in a paper bag? A, rifle. No, the, the, a rifle. You're like, oh, paper the shape bag. of the rifle that's imprinted in this paper bag. <laughs> well, like a Christmas present. They just like crunched yeah. it around and it. Just like, carefully peeled it off. <laughs> Instead of carrying around your bottle uh -huh. in a brown bag, you're carrying around your gun. Like. <laughs> it's, it's like that scene in Harry Potter when he gets the broom and he's like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, it's, it's obviously a broom. <laughs> Oh so God. there that's one of them um another one it's that jfk was struck by the bullet at the back of his neck it exited the lower front portion of his neck uh and it that one that bullet caused a wound that was not necessarily the one that killed him but then he was struck by a second bullet which entered the right rear portion of his head and that's what caused the fatal wound and um and there's no proof of that because we still don't have the autopsy reports mm -hmm. so that's that just, is one that thing is that so how did they conclude it without showing us the evidence yeah mm -hmm. and we're gonna get into it later there but, is you know a video but yeah that's the thing is if <laughs> right. you watch the video later you can see that a bullet does not enter the back of his head it most definitely oh, yeah. the Blows front side of his head. Right, from Poor the Jackie. grassy knoll area. Yeah, and yeah. part mm -hmm. of his skull pops off and lands in the front seat in the lap of the congressman who had oh. also been shot. Right, and so, how, how would, I mean... Yeah, so we'll get in more into that, but that's <laughs> sure. that's just a good... Um, and, and then also... I've broken reference. this down for you, everyone. <laughs> and then, and then also that the bullet continued into... Through the seat <laughs> into... God, this is just... It just... Saying it out loud just makes it so <laughs> sound so stupid. Through the sea into the governor on the right side of his back and caused seven wounds. And then all the way through and to through his, his wrist. wrist. Wait. And then and then into his left thigh. So like I guess because JFK was standing behind him, it went through JFK through his neck through his, through his head. seat through his neck. No, the, that, wait, was, yes. that was the yeah. first bullet. Yeah. Is there. And then through his neck. Yeah, through a seat, through the governor's back, mm -hmm. through his the wrist, wrist into through his thigh. <laughs> and you're like, okay, and so this bullet has touched so many people. And still that velocity is kicking. Right. And yeah. good lord. And so that's the thing is like, if a shot was from the sixth floor, I mean, I don't know how far it was All exactly. All the way down the road, because they yeah. waited too long till the motorcade mm -hmm. was at the end. Right. Yeah. How was that bullet still going fast enough to go through all of those obstacles? Well, a wizard imbued it. We will talk about that later. Of course, yes. Sarita's got that. <laughs> yeah. Story. Um, we'll get more into the fun realm in a minute. The the report concluded that there were there's no evidence that the shots were fired from the underpass, so in front, ahead of the yeah, there's a railroad the overpass there. Yeah. That uh, they were fired by Lee Harvey Oswald. And that Oswald killed the Dallas police patrolman Tippett approximately 45 minutes after the investigation. Uh, with a handgun, right? With, mm -hmm, yes, yeah. with a handgun. Yeah, so just to elaborate on that real quick. So, there, again, the reason why Oswald was brought in was not because of his assumed involvement with JFK. Supposedly, he got into an altercation with um, Officer Tippett, who they argued back and forth in Tippett, or by Tippett's car. Tippett then got out of the car to confront Oswald, and then apparently Oswald pulled out a revolver and shot mm -hmm. him multiple times, 
which there's not really strong witness testimony for. I did I did hear about a witness to this who there was someone hiding in the bushes and he heard <laughs> Wait, hold I on. was in the bushes. I was in the bushes. <laughs> and he heard Oswald say after like dumb poor cop or something like that. And I just thought that was so interesting because it's like if you kill a cop after you just killed the president are you gonna feel any remorse for it you're not gonna say dumb cop you're gonna kill that cop and be like that's what had to be done after he had a soda then he went to go kill the cop he He was not in a hurry he was not in a hurry he was not in a hurry right he had a full full coke in his hand within like an hour Mm -hmm. he apparently went four floors down i believe got a soda yeah the few final things of this report was that ruby killed Lee Harvey Oswald of his own volition without any help that neither Lee Harvey Oswald or Jack Ruby was part of any conspiracy domestic or foreign that there was no evidence of conspiracy subversion or disloyalty to the US government by any federal state or local these official are very strong mm-hmm. these are all yeah. very strong and very claims. initially to be like there's no conspiracy yeah, here exactly. guys and Wait, these huh? were the exact claims that johnson tried to convince the public of literally like mm-hmm. within 48 hours yes yeah, right he how, tried to convince them how long this. did they investigate 10 months approximately they they said they couldn't the the interesting thing though is that the report could not make any definitive determination of Oswald's motives. Which it's like, okay, we know that Oswald did it and he did it alone, but we don't know why. Because which is like dead. the main thing well, that you need to know. To that it's because he was a commie. Like he had right. the connection to the restaurant. I mean, he was, he was a double place. agent. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, that, that's, why, that's what makes him such a good patsy though. Yeah. Because exactly. at the time there was so, such fear about that. Well, and I just want to say one of my favorite quotes from his wife, Marina, who has stayed, originally she believed that they actually had real evidence on him Mm -hmm. and then once she discovered that there was no real evidence and that they weren't sharing it she changed her tune like drastically interesting and she said that she didn't ever actually understand why he would have killed jfk because she said all she had ever heard were good things about jfk and the only time anyone had ever talked to her about it was oswald he was the only person that she'd ever spoken to about jfk so she said that he actually had similar ideals and if you look at his ideals they actually were very similar people. Yeah. So it actually really, really is confusing weird. as to why, like, this is not a Lincoln situation. Right. This is not an opposing force. Like, these are two people who really don't have much against each other. Right. So it's One of the odd. main goals of Kennedy at the time was to, to end the Vietnam War because it was pointless. Uh, to not start the Vietnam War. He oh, didn't yeah. want to start it. Yeah. That, that was the whole issue. But he yeah. was going to completely pull it apart. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Among that's something things. that Oswald yes. actually Among agreed many with. many other things. Mm-hmm. Other things. <laughs> I did want to bring up one thing that the commission found that we didn't talk about real quick because I thought it was really important. They originally reported that the sniper rifle that they found was a Mauser. Right. Up on the sixth floor. Now, this is very, very important because eventually they changed this to Carcano. Now, the only reason why this matters is, one, those are not the same gun. They don't use the same bullets. And two, they changed it, supposedly, after a picture was found with Oswald holding up a Carcano rifle. So that was the rifle (laughs) he owned. He did not own a Mauser. So they literally just made the puzzle piece fit. Like, they cut out the end. Instead of photoshopping, they just altered the text. Yeah, Yeah, they just altered the text. (laughs) But they found a different gun. Yeah, I remember that. I was going to say that. Yeah, and, yeah, he was photographed with... The, a different gun beforehand. I don't know. I just, it just doesn't line up to me. Um, the the gun part, as well, and they that's what they found in the Warren Commission. And I think 
because they made such bold claims and such definitive claims, I think that's why most people just did not believe this report that came out. And, and well, that, it's yeah. just so, it was so fast. And they're like, nah, right. there's no evidence. Mm-hmm. Even like of foreign affairs. Like how in mm-hmm. 10 months with no like long distance telephones, you're still sending letters to foreign yeah, countries and you figure it out? Ted Bundy, right. like when the, you know, different police places couldn't communicate because, oh, yeah, they're yeah. calling my phone, um, they're having to do snail mail back and forth, like, no. I mean, no like, fun. Bundy, Dahmer, Night Stalker, like, this was a time where police did not communicate with no. each other. It was really hard to do any investigation because... And yet, you can say this in 10 months. Yeah. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and they would have jurisdiction issues where, like, one street over literally would never yes. hear about the crimes well, of the other street. and there was the jurisdiction issues that happened with this case yeah. because... Up until this point, assassination of a president was not a federal offense. So the <laughs> state, the state oh my of God. Texas, murder is an offense. <laughs> but the state of Texas was technically the jurisdiction, like they had jurisdiction on the case. So oh it was God. this weird kerfuffle of like, who the fuck deals with this when it's the president? It's like the state of Texas is like. Door partner, we got this. Like, oh, holy you shit. Reminding me of that. I completely <laughs> forgot yeah, about that so point. Nice. That's such an important point. I don't know point. which phrase I like better. The CIA has never killed anybody or murdering the president's not a felony. Not a federal Not yet. But murder is a, is a felony. So I'm sorry, assassinating the president. It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that they did it really fast because the, the main guy on it, uh, Warren, he did not want to do it. He... The, he was like, get it over. Yeah, Lyndon yeah. convinced him he didn't want to do it. He uh, he said that it he said that the work was a drain on his physical well being, and and it just was like he he was also doing his chief justice duties at the same time. So it's like this guy must must have had immense stress, and he just wanted to get it over with. And I'm sure that he had so many public comments like shooting at him. So. To get into a, a little bit about who was on this, who was on this commission, because I think it's very interesting. I won't go too much into it because we have so much stuff. But um, <laughs> I would say that at least half, if not more, opposed the magic bullet theory, and yet they still came to a conclusion on it. The person that made the final say on the commission was. John McCloy, who was a lawyer, uh, the former president of the International Bank, of an international bank for reconstruction and development, and he was a high commissioner commissioner for Germany, he eventually said that all the evidence was persuasive, not definitive, Mm -hmm. persuasive, and Mm -hmm. that's the term that everyone could agree on. However... This sounds really good. Right. (laughs) It sounds good, yeah. Except... That people like Hale Boggs, who was a Democratic representative from Louisiana at the time, he was extremely against the single bullet theory. And eventually, his plane, he was on a plane and it disappeared and they can never find the plane. They can never figure out what happened to him what a few the- years later. Let me, I can't exactly remember what, yeah, I how, when that have- was. 1972. So, a f- I mean, not too long after. Seven I guess. Seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was the most outspoken person mm. of the theory. I mean, we've talked about the CIA suiciding people 
all the time. And so making them disappear. never killed anyone. <laughs> Maybe directly. They only use Nerf guns. Mm-hmm. They just Whoa. sabotage planes so they disappear. They just the chat with people and then people just die. It's yeah. not their fault. <laughs> That's true. They, they kill people on planes. Gravity kills them. Yeah. CIA doesn't do it. Yeah. They stop the engine. Kill that doesn't the like, mean anything. <laughs> Causing death is not the same thing as killing someone, right? You have a probability of surviving a plane crash. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. This um, is Batman. <laughs> a few, a few other mentionable people. So, future president Gerald Ford was on the commission, uh, and he, let's see. So at the time, he was a known FBI spy, and oh. he was a congressman at at that time as well. But there, there was some. Okay. Ford was in contact with the FBI throughout his time on the Warren Commission and relayed information to the deputy director, DeLouch, about the panel's activities. Yep. Meanwhile, Earl Warren also chose to hide certain things that he found from the commission, which was came out later. And the CIA and the FBI were both working separately, not together, <laughs> to mislead the commission oh God, so that they what? couldn't com- so that they couldn't do a full investigation. Yeah. So what's the point? There's information to that make they didn't a, want out. To make America happy and make them think that they did a real report. To yeah. make on America a beloved agree. president. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's like you said, like the biggest thing was to quell the fear. So you just give people like an answer and mm-hmm. you're like, it was one man with a gun, he was ready to go, and, and nothing that's else. It. Yeah. Like yeah. don't question it. And he's and dead now, like, so it's fine. Okay, that makes me feel safe again. I'm good. Mm-hmm. This was also a bad time to lose a president. We had just announced our time, yeah. our foot in the space race. Mm-hmm. We were still in a cold war with Russia, regardless of what people want to say. And it just it was a time where America was trying to look as powerful as possible. And JFK died because they chose not to put a roof over his head on a motorcade. First televised assassination. Like, Mm -hmm. so it was a big deal. Yeah. And then his brother gets assassinated later. (laughs) The whole Kennedy family. If if you are a Kennedy, hide in a vault. That's the only (laughs) way you're going to live. And then maybe you'll start. Or change your name. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that works. Does that work? I don't know. No, it doesn't. Curse you know what? Is only it, with the name. it doesn't work because one of his granddaughters just last year disappeared, apparently. Went out to sea with her son, with her eight year old son. They are aliens. And she had changed her name because she got married. So A plane disappears? Sounds like a UFO to me. Mm, that's also how John F. Kennedy Jr. died as he crashed in a plane. Okay. All right. That's yeah. good to know. Kennedy's dialogue. A few other. Uh, things to know is that uh john sherman cooper was also very against the single bullet theory stating that there is no evidence that the governor and the president were hit by the same bullet uh and now we're getting to some of the the good stuff so john sorry not john they're all named john um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone is named john richard, yeah, your name is john <laughs> richard russell jr he was also troubled by the single bullet theory and he he was really focused on the soviet union's uh failure to explain their involvement with lee harvey oswald's period in russia and russia and he and the lack of information regarding his cuba activities as well he was really focused on creating lee harvey oswald as a uh as the suspect for the murder however he i think he also wanted to connect it to something bigger like a 
a Russian conspiracy or a Cuban conspiracy, which we'll get into later. Yeah. Yeah. And they also interviewed mm-hmm. Fidel Castro on that yeah. too. They personally interviewed him, which was actually kept a secret for a long time. Mm-hmm. And and he also really questioned the ballistics report, which I feel like is fair as well. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, which we talked about before, is Duels, uh, who withheld CIA information about the CIA and organized crime previously. And so I don't think he was just like a trusted member of the And also ever. Kennedy is the one that fired him. Oh, I had not Which read is that why part. He's Coincidence? CIA. Coincidence? I think not. You get to go search for the killer of your boss. Yep, that fired you. Yeah, so we could. I could have gone way more into those, but I just think that it's not going to leave room for a lot of other stuff later on. We're going to talk more about yeah. it. It weaves its way in. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things to talk about, I think that we need to go more in depth on, because we've mentioned it but have not really gone into it, is Magic Bullet. Yes. We need to talk about what that is, because I'm sure people are wondering what the fuck is that. Okay, so the magic bullet theory is really just the single bullet theory. So it's the the theory that the commission put forward, which is that a singular bullet, you know, that the Harvey Oswald fired, went from the sixth or questionable story floor through, you know, both JFK and um, the governor. But here's the interesting part. So if you look at any of the videos or any of the photos or anything like that, it doesn't line up in the way that they want it to. So if you basically imagine that there's four people in the car and John F. Kennedy is in the back seat on the right and the governor is in the front seat on the right, but more towards the center of the car. So they're saying that the gun is fired and it goes through John F. Kennedy, through the seat through the governor, but it doesn't line up properly. So the magic bullet theory came from this idea that it had to be a magic bullet in order to do this trajectory where it had to make a right turn in the middle of this to then be able to go through the right side of the governor's back, even though it would have been on the left side of him at that point. So something to know is that this bullet, which would have had to traverse 15 layers of clothing, seven layers of skin, and approximately 15 inches of muscle tissue also went through a necktie knot, removed four inches of rib, and shattered a radius bone. And the bullet was later found on a gurney at the hospital. So that was, first of all, very weird. They find Wait, it on the gurney. On yes, gurney? On the governor's gurney. So it stayed in the So governor. they think that it somehow stayed in his clothing and then when he was placed on the gurney, fell out, fell out and someone found it like later that day. A whole bullet. A whole bullet. No. And <laughs> they have the bullet. You can see it. It's on display. It is perfectly unblemished. There's like a little no, bit of a nick on the front. Oh, isn't that the, it's like a little bit bent in, so it's not yep. perfectly round anymore, that's, but like that's it. Yep. The top of it, see I have a photo yeah. here. The top of it is a little dented. You can find that in the newsletter. And that's yeah. literally the only thing that happened, it went through a fucking seat. It went through several people or a couple people, like, and it's barely dent. A necktie. It also went yes. a good distance. Yes, too. a good fucking distance. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I don't think that that is quite, quite the, the likelihood. The other thing about the bullet that is considered to be a little magical is that the description of the bullet that was found supposedly on the scene was different than what the actual bullet was. 
So like the bullet they found on the gurney. Yes. So the bullet that they found on the gurney. So okay. Wait, so they just found this bullet on the gurney. They were like, oh, that must be the one. Yes. Even though it doesn't match this. Yes. So here's a picture. Uh, we'll put this on the thing too. <laughs> of the trajectory of the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> that is supposed to be. Wait. Like, I'm sorry. Give me what? <laughs> we'll put that on the newsletter so you can see it. Oh it's, my it's ridiculous. God. Yeah, because like it goes in his head uh-huh. sideways. And then it comes and uh. it goes through the right <laughs> side of the governor. Oh, magic yes. bullet indeed. It's so it literally was the blessed a wizard blessed this bullet to be able to navigate it. I love that this theory has a title that's just so uh-huh. sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it had to be a magic fucking bullet. Yes. <laughs> if there wasn't video of the car going straight, then I would just assume that the car swerved, but we know that it did not it swerve. It was going very yeah. slow. Yeah. It was going like 11 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody really knew what had happened at the time cuz I remember the governor saying that he wasn't even positive he had been shot at the time. Time, and then he realized it. Yeah. And JFK, like if you watch the video, he just like holds his chest or like near his neck because yeah. obviously something like, just yeah. happened, but he's not sure what. Yeah. And then finally, obviously the second mm-hmm. bullet comes in, but yeah, he's hit twice. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but and and the driver slowed to a stop. So. Yes. Trying to figure out what was going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. So that another bodyguard can run on, not necessarily like. To get him on there, but like right. slow enough for another guy to run up from a different car and <laughs> jump on. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yep. So this is obviously something that is a little bit of a a touchy point with people. And like Jackie said, the Warren Commission found the quote unquote persuasive evidence from the experts that a single bullet caused the president's neck wound and all the wounds in found in Governor Connolly. It acknowledged that there was a difference of opinion, quote unquote. Oh please! Among the members of the commission <laughs> as to its as to this probability. Um, <laughs> so they had some questions, as we've said. So this is something that is kind of key to the Lee Harvey Oswald is the lone gunman theory because in order for that to be plausible, this does this bullet does have to have that trajectory of going through both of them in this mindset. So some of the like ideas of why this could work is people have said, well, JFK's seat was raised three inches. So that's why it could go down and through him. And that's how it works out. Then it's just a straight line. It's like, how does it turn right? Is it though? So I don't know, maybe he was like leaning in. Maybe, maybe there's something to it. I don't know. There is in conjunction with this, the film that captured all of this happening. So the Zapruder tapes are um, a an eight millimeter color film that I'm sure that you all are aware of, have seen, or at least know about that captures this assassination from beginning to end. And it's kind of just this guy that got lucky with it, maybe, question mark, we'll talk about that in a minute, um, <laughs> who yeah happened to capture all of this. And so that's why they know so well, like, you know, where people were sitting in the car and where everything was at. The best thing about this video, though, is that it gives us a very strict timeline for how quickly the bullets are fired. Yeah. So that was really interesting to see, you know, okay, the bullets magic. Sure. It can do this trajectory. Let's see that. But with this video, we can see that there are two shots fired. So it was first assumed that Kennedy and Connolly had been hit by separate bullets. Um, because 
you know, they heard two shots and this seemed unlikely, but the Zapruder film actually sort of corroborates the idea of one bullet because of the time frames. So the Warren Commission analysts concluded that JFK was shot sometime between frames 210 and 225. Um, the, there's a billboard in the video that kind of blocks the view right as it's about to happen. So it's a little, little fuzzy, but Connolly was hit no later than frame 240. So they were hit no more than 30 frames apart. However, the FBI tests revealed that Oswald's rifle could be fired no faster than once every 2.25 seconds, which on the camera translated to more than 40 frames. So there was not enough time for Oswald to fire more than one bullet. So they have to assume it's a single bullet yeah. unless there is a different shooter. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the problems is I think they said it would have had to have gone, like he would have had to have reloaded and refired, re like re-aimed, really reloaded, fast. refired within 1.4 seconds with a bolt action rifle. Here's, and he wasn't even that good of a shooter. No, he was <laughs> not. So I don't know if any of you watched the show Bones. But there is an episode where they do like a JFK body comes in and they try to test this theory and they have, you know, the main character booth fire the gun and do it. And they are able to do it in this, you know, fictional show. But it made me wonder, is it really possible? And I could not find any information that like, you know, there's like amateur people that are trying to do this and say like, yes or no or whatever. But the FBI does not say like, Yes, it is possible, or no, it isn't possible. They just say, this is a single gunman. Yep, this yeah. is what happened. Because we said so. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty pretty telling, I think. But yeah, so magic bullet theory is just the theory that literally a bullet was able to make a right turn mid-shot <laughs> and go through a shit ton of stuff and come out completely unscathed and is now available to view. As a whole bullet. Yes. Yeah. As a beautifully pristine bullet with a little bit of a nick in it because, you know, mm -hmm. some damage had it's to probably occur. probably that rib. Okay, so. but I want to go into a little bit more about them finding the bullet because, like I said, so when this report came out, there was um, the bullet that was recovered had the damage in it, right? But the bullet that was described beforehand was not the same bullet. So the bullet that they found has a rounded top with just a little bit of a nick in it. But when they initially were loading everyone up onto the gurneys, they found or they said they saw bullets around or whatever and described them as a tapered top with a sharp edge at the top. So it was not even described as the same bullet by the people that were finding them. And then this bullet showed up on the gurney almost five hours later. Okay. Just in the hospital. Like, it was so, in the hospital. They found the bullet and just picked it up, and they were like, this is the bullet that went through them all, guys. As if you couldn't just place that there. Right. Within five and hours. And they all just took that as like, yes, this is fact and totally, totally good evidence. I just, like, I want to combine that. It? I just want to, like, combine that with, we found a Mauser. We found two bullets on the floor he fired from, one on the floor underneath where he fired, mm -hmm. and then later... Hey, oh, by the way, we found a bullet on, on a on gurney, gurney, and now it's Wait. not a Mauser, it's Carcano that shoots completely yeah, different shells. Yeah, it's a different bullet. So, so mm -hmm. did, is this nice-looking bullet, what gun does that go to? Do they, does it say anywhere? I think it should. Is it What's a Mauser or is it a Carcano? I don't know that it's, yeah, the exact Or is it none? 
I just do not see how the below would even remain intact through all of that. Like, no. shattered even, little, even a little, little through seas, sources. Yeah, like the. And I mean, if it came from from a sixth floor, is, I guess that's what I'm saying. But like, I was trying but to. But like, yeah, how much like, force maybe, is behind a bullet to cause that kind right. of damage? Because right? the driver is also one of the conspiracies, and. He couldn't have shot the governor from that angle. If he was on the left of the of the governor, he couldn't have shot the governor through the back of the right head down. Yeah. So like maybe that was just Lee Harvey Oswald's yeah, shot. Yeah. So that's what's weird is why why be so concerned with making sure that Lee Harvey Oswald is the only shooter? Yeah. Because it's not like totally out of the realm of possibility that there is more than one shooter, especially if there's two types of bullets that are found well then because and then it hands. becomes yeah. then it becomes a conspiracy or then it becomes a plot then it becomes a who else the is other the other yeah, yeah because, because they like, don't have a second gunman a great example of this is the john wilkes booth argument because as we yeah, all know booth killed lincoln he shot him of his own accord and that's the story that america has propagated for years however the truth is is that booth was actually part of a much larger larger organization that was running in secret that were all planning to kill lincoln booth is the one that got to him mm -hmm. but america was like booth killed him because it's it's clean it's done they move on to the next president and mm -hmm. they don't have to deal with the conspiracy anymore and then there's not some secret group running around because booth is captured or killed or whatever yeah and then they don't have to worry yes. about it so it's so yes. much cleaner it, to be like we got yeah, the one guy it quells okay. the fear which is yeah. exactly what the warren commission was about exactly yeah, yeah. what the whole thing yeah. was about so here's the little bit about where they found it. so it says Additional skepticism was generated by the fact the bullet was not found in or around either victim. It was found instead on a stretcher at the hospital where the victims were treated, as we said. Um, but it says, too, the bullet fired from Oswald's weapon and later, later identified by hospital witnesses had immediately turned up on a stretcher in the hospital where the victims were treated. It struck some as a little too convenient. Too magic. Too convenient. Like, immediate, immediately people are like... So this is from the weapon that he fired, shows up on a fucking stretcher. Just just clank it around. But it doesn't say on here the type of gun that it has. That's the problem is they don't seem to be doing much like forensic analysis or well, like yeah, ballistic it, analysis. It's all it's yeah, that's what Russell was so mad at is like they don't know like the the gun was different, they don't know what the, where the bullet was from. There's multiple shooters perhaps and he was just upset that the ballistics evidence just didn't match the report. Yeah. 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 This is so. So that's that's the non. We're not even that's the non there. So the yeah. Warren Commission is the non-complicated part of this because that's the whole intent, and that's why it's also annoying because it's complicated. This whole thing is complicated. This is not this even is, the most complicated so part. So here's a picture of the bullet that was originally described, and then yeah, like a point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then no. this is this is what they found. That one's like that is completely it's completely different. So. Yeah. Huh. Find the comparison in the newsletter. Yeah, you'll see it in the newsletter. We got well, lots so of So apparently it was so it was them talking to like news sources and at one point a guy literally they're like, What what did it look like? And he said the bullet had a pointed tip and he said, This is what it looked like and pulled out a thirty caliber caliber bullet and showed it like this, this one. And then later found the one that matched Lee Harvey Oswald's gun on the stretcher. So they literally showed you, they're like, it looked just like this one. <laughs> And then it wasn't, so. Oh my god. And then it was this gun. That's still, my favorite thing is still the gun. I just, it's a Mauser. Wait, he has a Carcano? That's ah, what fuck. it was. It's a Carcano. It was that. Yeah. 
yeah, so that's that is a, basically the Warren Commission. Right? The magic bullet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. about as summed that's up as we can it, yeah. do without skipping the, the important stuff. I think yeah. it's time that we go Fuck. into the CIA, which is where we get into the conspiracy. This is the fun stuff. This is the This like, is the political stuff. This is yes. this is kind of where I got trudged down by the copious amounts of yeah. literature. Yeah, yeah, up to this point it was like, here's some pretty straightforward bullshit mm-hmm. that we're gonna feed you, but so Obviously, one of the main theories, one of the easiest ones to find, is that JFK was murdered by the CIA. In what capacity and by who in the CIA, it varies. Um, And what kind of involvement, you know. So, I'll give you kind of an overview. Obviously, the CIA is kind of one of the first ones that they suspected as an alternate alternate killer. (laughs) Alternate. Alternate. There's just a baseball row of players that lined up for who could have killed JFK, and CIA was an alternate. (laughs) I mean, honestly, this does kind of feel like a yeah, lineup. Yeah, it does. But, like, the people who are telling us who they saw in the lineup are the same people that are in, the, in the lineup. lineup. So it they're just switching one. out back and one, forth. Yeah. <laughs> so my, I mean, my personal biggest problem with trying to research the CIA thing is a lot of sources were like, hey, this guy was involved. Isn't that weird? And then it doesn't tell you, like, who that guy was. And it's like, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You're like, yeah, super weird. Either, like, I would have had to spend weeks Googling every uh-huh. name involved, or, like, I have to be involved in politics they, to get this. They just so. expect you, when you're, like, researching this, they just expect that you just, like, know every little bit of history mm-hmm. surrounding, like, yeah. everything that you weren't and even alive for. I did Google some. years ago, like. And most of them were just, like, political authors at the time. And it's yeah. Like, I, pff, okay, whatever. Yeah. But um, this researching this theory or collection of theories really like harken back to the moon landing conspiracies for me because it's another one of those that people get really defensive about (laughs) where like specifically on the cia government website there's an article titled quote the lie that linked cia to the kennedy assassination it's just so like they're fucking lying (laughs) and like that's how it was with the moon landing is they were like obviously people that are so Dumb would think that. The dude, it just feels like fake. someone that works for the CIA has had like one too many people knock on his door and be like, dude, who killed JFK? He's like, fuck, I, fuck, it wasn't us. <laughs> so they posted an angry article. Yeah, exactly. The media guy is like, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the reason why people allegedly, I didn't see anything that actually confirmed this quote, but allegedly, Kennedy himself said, he wanted to splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. And obviously that would make him a target because he wants to literally <laughs> dismantle the CIA itself. Um, I don't see what's so bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, but like in reality, he did want to cut the CIA's budget. I saw around 20%, which is actually a pretty significant number for yeah. a budget. Especially for a, a big thing like the CIA, like that's a shit ton of money. But he obviously didn't he he didn't trust the CIA enough to want to like take them out. Yeah, um, he was the first president to have Secret Service though, which is interesting. Like the Secret Service had just been formed. The Secret Service was formed in 1901. Well, because it was filmed with McKinley's death or formed with McKinley's death. But it wasn't something that was like officially under the federal umbrella until kind of right before Kennedy. Hmm. 
coincidence? That's interesting development. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I think that's just a good point to make that maybe for some reason, surprisingly, you can't trust all branches of the government or maybe mm-hmm. any of them. Angel would be screaming right now. So Should we call Angel? <laughs> yeah, just so he can give us one fuck the government because that's what he would want to do. You should just record that and keep it on hand. Yeah. <laughs> I should just have that on hand. Um, so, yeah, aside from him obviously having some tensions with the CIA, um, he also was somebody who wanted to pull out of Vietnam and basically was kind of anti-war. Um which some people, including LBJ, uh, they were were not fans of that because I saw something that said that it made JFK a traitor to American values for wanting to pull out of the fight for uh, capitalism and stuff. That is a democracy. Quite the claim. Yeah. So there were mm. people that were pissed that he was being like a little more liberal with things well yeah he also was very much for a friendship with cuba he was one of the first yeah, ones to he do also that. wanted he to have relations for with that. uh castro yeah and i'm gonna go more into that once we get into the mobsters because that's that's such a huge portion i think of he specifically mm-hmm. he wanted to open relations back up for tourism purposes right he just basically what we have now he didn't want to turn his back on a country is yeah. essentially what it was and also we had also been in the middle of a cold war in the Cuban Missile Crisis, and there's a lot of reasons why he didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. And that also kind of made sense. Why have enemies when you can have friends, especially when they are literally knocking yeah. at your door? Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> just speaking of that, this whole like time period was like this weird tense love triangle between Cuba, the U.S., <laughs> and the and love Russia. triangle. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, one of the things that goes in with the CIA mainly is uh, Lee Harvey Oswald himself. And like we mentioned, one of the things that he said was that he's a patsy. And there's a whole documentary that's very convincing. (laughs) It's called Killing Oswald. And it focuses on how Oswald himself actually plays into the JFK assassination. Mm. And... um, I, I see so many things, because, like, we've talked about Mark David Chapman and, like, other, um, like, killers on this show before, and they always compare them to, like, Lee Harvey Oswald as yeah. just some lone lunatic that goes and murders somebody famous. Our Catcher in the Rye episode, specifically, is that's something that always popped up. It's yeah. like, Mark David Chapman is the same as Lee Harvey mm-hmm. Oswald. They that's are not fucking true. No. Lee Harvey Oswald was a known person to the CIA for years. He worked with them. Years. He literally, yeah, he worked with the CIA for a little while. He, so like the super short cliff notes of Lee Harvey Oswald's adult life. Around his 20s, he was a Marine. He was 20. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the Marine Corps. He was in Japan. And around that time, he defected and went to Russia. Um, when he defected, he said he threatened the U.S. and he said that he was going to give away. He was a radar tech when he was in the Marines, and he he threatened he was going to give away the radar secrets of the U.S. to Russia. So basically, he was turning his back on his country, which obviously immediately put him on the CIA list. Yeah. Like, fuck. Gotta take care of this dude. Yeah. So any other person would have been stuck in Russia because there's no way he'd be coming back to America for saying something like that but basically he marries this russian woman and he moves back to america and he's just kind of allowed to come back yeah 
which there's a lot of discrepancies Owens. there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of funny that America just lets him walk into Russia. But these were like they walk were into serious Russia and threats, back and Russia America. lets him walk out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, there's a lot of weird things with that. And he married a Russian woman, which like we we may talk about later. Um, yeah, it'll kind of come up. It's not like a huge thing. People thought that she was also part of the KGB. She could have been a spy. It yeah. was known that Russia did try and marry off a few of their agents secretly to Americans to try and keep Ameri- to try and keep their agents in America. Again, spoiler alert: if you don't know, there's secret agents from other countries in our country. What? D- what? We have ours no. and theirs. Craziness. But I know. America is the most powerful country. And then every time a country happen. finds out that there's a spy in their country, they're like, "What? <laughs> what? How did that happen?" Yeah. So basically. Oswald and his Russian wife moved back to America pretty much easily. I mean, and he he's he's a known Marxist, which at the time America basically equated to being a communist, but they're not technically the same thing. But he did announce that he is a Marxist. He admitted to that openly, and that he read the I forgot what the book is called. Karl Marx's book. Yeah, uh, the man who created the Marxism. books. But obviously, he <laughs> one of the things that he was big on. This is so he was accused of being a communist. He said multiple times in multiple interviews, "I am not a communist." Mm-hmm. He said, "I am a Marxist. I'm not a communist." For those that don't know, they are different. I'm not going to go into the reasons why. There are reasons why they are different. But Google. the biggest thing yeah, you need to know is that <laughs> Marxist, like a Marxist focus, is focused on deleting the class system. And that's really the biggest piece of being a Marxist. Whereas being a communist, you're reorganizing a lot of your society, not just the classes. You're kind of creating more of a dictatorship-like society. So there are differences there. Also, I feel like, it's important to know, I feel like communism is a political ideology that, you know, it threatens a lot of different institutions, while Marxism is a theory. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and communism oftentimes is more political propaganda. It's not yeah, really it's like an ideal a, that you live by. It's also like a hot term where like at, if you're a communist, like that was just so full of so much connotation with it. Yeah. Like, this was called the Red Scare for yeah, a reason. I, yeah. I think communism is how you, uh, like, I think it's how you pervade like Marxism. I think that's what happens is you just kind of take this ideal that people have and you use it to your own gains in terms of propaganda. And also for people who don't know, this was right around the time of Cuba changing hands. It was mm-hmm. not long before this, this that Castro the... took over yeah. Cuba. Mm-hmm. This was a huge and ordeal. So simultaneously, he also kind of became a Cuban sympathizer yeah. where he was kind of for, was he for Castro? So or was he just kind of like... I think he just wanted good I, relations with for Castro. A man, oh, I yeah. heard he was a sympathizer. So that's what they said. And for a man who is so open about his beliefs, we saw we saw in the documentary, there were multiple interviews with him, uh, just like on the street, because he was often on the street and stuff. Um, just like <laughs> talking about his beliefs. Yeah. Handing out yeah. flyers. But uh, he is someone who was never super clear on whether or not he was for Castro. I think he was for, again, like the Marxist ideas that they were trying to put into Cuba, but I think he was against a lot of what Castro was kind of setting up. I think he more saw the future of what could happen with that country right. and the the negative route that could go, that it could go. But like as America saw it, or I guess the CIA specifically, he was kind of dabbling in all these Mm-hmm. Enemies, right? That was like ideals. Yeah, yeah. Because I also heard 
uh, from I also read in a different article that he said he was socialist, and it's like, okay, well, pick an ideology, man. Well, it's probably and not he was, him. He was closer to socialist than he was to anything else mm. in terms of like his views. That's probably where right. he ended up. Yeah, but, but yeah, anyway, it was also kind of. Um, an enemy for the sixties. For yeah. the sixties, it was especially easy with the Red Scare, like we mentioned, to just be like he's a communist and then never worry about it. Again. Yeah. Okay. So basically, he is part of a bunch of things that are against America or allegedly against America. And at the same time, he had also like denounced his U.S. citizenship. So basically, he said, "I hate America," which is weird that they then let him back into America. Yeah, which is where all the theories come from. Um, can you renounce your citizenship? I don't know. That, I think, I've never I think heard of that. You can actually do that, yeah. I like think there legally? is a way to do like that. Like a legal process to do that? Hmm. I believe you can do it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that, I'm sure that. it's a process, but I'm wondering because, like, if you're not a citizen of any other country, can you renounce it? It's like, say you have dual I'm citizenship. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And you I'm don't not a citizen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing applies to me. We live in a society, but I. I do. I do not. <laughs> That's why this is weird that they wouldn't just get rid of. Yeah, yeah, they're just Oswald. letting him basically do whatever he wants, and that's where all the theories that he was working with all these different governments as a spy or a double agent or whatever comes from. But one of the weird things to me is the idea that he was a patsy, whether he like whoever he was working for, or if he's literally just nobody. There's a weird point to the story and the timeline here. So Oswald did work at the book depository. Mm -hmm. That was his job. So obviously he was there. And that was allegedly where the shots came from. But when the, the Secret Service actually went in to investigate, which was shortly after the shooting, they found him on the second floor in the break room with a soda. Yeah. They confirmed it was him, but he was there. Less than an hour later. Having a break. Just having a soda. It was like 15 minutes Yeah, it was, it was like barely any time. It was like yeah. a few minutes. So apparently he was up on the sixth floor and then sprinted made down the four flights of, of his stairs. <laughs> yeah, made the greatest shots of anyone's life, yeah. to be honest. Yes. Yeah. Stored the gun, ran down and... Made sure to crimp down the paper so you knew it was a paper a gun inside the and paper bag. bought a soda and acted natural. <laughs> Didn't even bother hiding his gun or anything like that. And again, this is not someone who was just like, by the way, I did this. So he didn't want to get caught if he did do it. Yeah. And not even like 45 minutes later, he's found at a theater having allegedly killed a cop in between drinking his nice soda at work and then going to a theater. Yep. And that's when he's arrested. I saw heard he went home. He did go home. He had to have gone home. They know that. So... Within about an hour of this whole thing happening, from what it sounds like, at least from the time, the timeline's a little sketchy, but it just seems it's hard like to tell. Things, but within really. within like an hour-ish, roughly, or even two hours, he shot the president, went down four flights of stairs to get a soda, hung out long enough for the agents to see him drinking a soda, went home, got his revolver, came back out to the town... Got into an argument with a police officer, shot the police officer, went into a movie theater. And then was arrested. And then was properly arrested. And then, within only a couple of days, he's dead. Two days. Yeah. Two days. For two days, he was in custody. And for another time, he was ever allowed any legal representation. It's not like he wasn't asking. There's, I mean, video evidence of him, like, literally being toted around by police officers. And he's like, they won't give me any legal representation, which is not... 
Like, they are literally yeah. toting him around. And I mean, like, I still, it's like a trophy. It's so weird. They are just bringing him everywhere. And he says things like, like, the reporters are there shouting at him. They're like, did you kill the president? And he goes, they haven't charged me with that. Nobody said that. You are saying that to Yeah. Me. He mm-hmm. told, they charged me with killing a police officer, which I didn't do. He told the media this is the that the first time I had heard of it was when you guys told me. Yeah. So he didn't even know about the presidential thing. So yeah, like let's imagine for a moment that Lee Harvey Oswald is innocent, right? So he's yeah. just like at his fucking work. He takes a break. He has a soda. He hears what he thinks are fireworks outside, and the next thing he knows, like the police are on him. Mm-hmm. Or how did they know it was him? And then he left because wouldn't they have arrested him immediately? Basically. Well, I think I I heard that they talked to him and then they let him go. Because they didn't think it was him. Because they didn't think it was him. But he was on the radar because he's... Because he was in the building. He was also already being watched by them. He was being watched consistently. Remember, this is a man who killed the president who was being watched meticulously every day by the CIA. Yeah, well, but but I, I thought that the people that went into the building, that was secret. That was Secret Service. Yes. That might have been Secret Service, but yeah. still, I mean, Secret if you're Service being watched by a branch of the government mm-hmm. every day and the, the other branches don't know about you, that seems insane. The Secret Service went in and confirmed that Oswald was there, but they didn't arrest him right then. But okay. they're also right. And I, I mean, if they remembered him enough to be like, yeah, he was there an hour earlier. So they just wanted to place him there. So then he's on mm-hmm. a report as being there, which right. means you can connect okay. that together. Right. And they would have known that he was there anyway. Yeah. And also, that brings up the biggest question, I think, for the CIA thing in general, which is, why on earth, if there's a man that you consider dangerous as a defector to Russia, one of your mortal enemies at this point in time, why would you bring the president on a revised route right by his workplace? Mm -hmm. That is an odd choice. It's a very weird thing to do. And they Mm -hmm. didn't seem like they were very concerned about him. There's also a weird... Strange. Yeah. stretch of time just before this event where he was trying to get a visa he went down to Mexico to try and get a visa to Cuba and then he was denied because he had to get a visa from Russia or something maybe and he did yeah, yeah there's, there's a whole conspiracy that, that, that was actually. the discrepancy and then there's no record of the conversations that took place at any of these locations except yeah. for two pictures of him but it would not. have had to have been him collecting the, th- the materials he needed but it's definitely pictures that are not of him. So, so someone was pretending to be him. him. This happened before what all of this the? shooting. So that's also a weird discrepancy. What? So he's uh, all tied up in the CIA yeah. and foreign affairs and all this weird shit. So like, he's not just some rando who decided mm-hmm. to kill the president. He's no. honestly and he doesn't a seem to have a patsy. Either. He is a perfect patsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, and they, even the main report said that he does not have a motive. Yeah. And. So that the whole thing with Oswald alone points to the CIA's involvement anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess within two days, he is literally being toted around. Um, where is he in this when he gets shot? Is he is he in custody? Yeah, he's in custody. They yeah. take him out again. He literally says, I didn't do this. I was a patsy. And then within a few minutes, he's dead. Well, yeah. and they say multiple, he says multiple times over the course of 48 hours of being in custody since they're just parading him around the media, which is still the weirdest decision. Right. Because they're letting media into the basement of the jail cell. That is weird. That's mm-hmm. a weird yeah. decision for the presidential killer, supposedly. Especially when they don't understand what has happened at this point. Right. Like, they're well, not 100% he sure. He hasn't been charged with killing no. the president. He hasn't been charged with killing the president. He's been ca- charged with killing a police officer. And people don't know what has happened to the president. Because, like, yes, they saw it. But, like, not everyone saw it. And they're not, like... 
don't know. Not everyone is like, well, let's just call everyone we know mm-hmm. and say, hey, I was there and this is what happened. Did he n- deny killing the police officer? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he also denied that. He, he said he was, he didn't have any, he didn't do anything wrong. He was in a movie theater and we don't know why he was in the movie theater. There is rumors that he was there to meet Jack Ruby, who does kill him later. Um, there's he did have ties to an organization in Dallas. He has ties to everything. But that but that's something we will go heavier what, into because there's a lot tie? more to that. Ruby is also was a his very weird Ruby? thing. Yeah. We'll, we'll I'll go into it okay. once we go into the mafia. The mafia. Uh, the, the, there's a whole family tree of things. Mm, so very interesting. Yeah. Cuz at this cage. point it just feels like some rando nightclub owner is like you Which killed is, the president. Bang. That's what they want mm-hmm. everyone to think. Yeah. But that is not but the case. But he also clearly had no credentials to get into this place. So they were letting everybody in. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody could have walked in and killed him, which is exactly what happened. And Well, not anybody. Wasn't. Yeah. But somebody in particular, I feel like, with mm-hmm. connections killed him. So then on top of Oswald, there's also, outside of the the book depository building, there's the theory of the three tramps. Yes. So there are multiple photographs of three men being escorted from the book depository building uh, shortly after the shooting. And it, this the, like there's multiple photos taken by different people, like reporters, regular citizens. They were taken, uh, they took photos officers. in the actual like precinct too. Yeah. So they were there, 100%. They were there, but they were not there. <laughs> there were anywhere from three to five of them. So there's just these random men being escorted out of the building. Um, and now that's basically all we've got because there's no record of them afterwards. But witnesses claim they were being arrested. They were being apprehended, which is why they were being brought down to the precinct. And this was on November 22nd. Yeah. yeah. It was shortly after the shooting. Right. And so they were there. They were being questioned. Um, but for some reason, that's not on record anymore. Um, there's a lot of speculation as to who these people were. But basically, the consensus is that they might have been CIA agents that were there. And one of them is a confirmed CIA agent. Yeah. Dan Carswell was one of the... Yeah, that's one of the confirmed people. Mm -hmm. But there was... There's also speculation on who else might be involved. Um, One of them is E. Howard Hunt. He was somebody who, aside from being part of the CIA, was involved in the Bay of Pigs and also worked for Nixon later. Which means he worked for Nixon before, and Mm -hmm. then once Nixon left office, he wasn't working for him, and then came back and worked for him again. Uh, There's also... Chauncey Holt. He was actually a double agent for the CIA and the Mafia. And then it could have been, one of them could have been Frank Sturgis. He was also involved in the Bay of Pigs and he also participated in the Watergate scandal. Lots of Nixon stuff. Yep. Uh, Honestly, a lot of Bay of Pigs stuff too, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Well, Bay of Pigs was Nixon's operation. That's also something that's been confirmed. He was vice president, but it was kind of like a Dick Cheney thing where it was like the president just kind of left, didn't have anything to do with it, and Nixon took over. So, yeah. I so, see. Uh, I mean, allegedly, the three men in the photo are confirmed, identified. Uh, this was in 1989 as Gus Abrams, Harold Doyle, and John Git. Uh, which one did you say was a CIA agent? Um, the one that's showing me on here is showing Dan Carswell. Yeah, so, different ones. Well, because there was the one that you mentioned, Frank Sturgis, mm-hmm. and then there's Howard Hunt. 
Mm-hmm. And then Dan Carswell, and it has, so this is like just plain old Wikipedia, but it has like their photo and then their professional photo to oh, okay. ID them. Yeah. Just to clear that up a bit though, there are supposedly anywhere from three to, to five. five tramps, yeah. and there's about eight suspects. Yeah. So obviously the math Could doesn't be, work yeah. well. Right. And yeah. one of them is also Woody Harrelson's dad. <laughs> Charles Har- Harrelson, which there are some people that are positive, and they have com- like, they have shown two pictures side by side because Charles Harrelson is very tall. Mm. He's a very tall person. So they've shown them side by side and they've shown that, I mean, they do look pretty similar when you see them side by side. So there is a possibility that the tallest member of this tramps trio here is actually Charles Harrelson, who does eventually go to prison, I believe for life for his own assassination attempts. And I think he was also successful in a few. Yeah. So well, Woody Harrelson is so lovely. I know. I know. He is a wonderful person. Yeah, and then like I guess my my last point for this very Cliff Notes CIA theory uh, is like as I mentioned before, Alan Dules was in the Warren Commission and he was the ex head of CIA fired by Kennedy, mm. which is more motive right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Alan Dules wasn't a liar. And the CIA never killed anyone. And the CIA never (laughs) killed a single person. You could probably do a whole episode on just him. Yeah. 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 I was not expecting him to just pop right back up. He just pops up in everything. (laughs) Like, this is not a place I'd have him pop up in with the Jimi Hendrix thing, but now it makes me think that the Jimi Hendrix thing was definitely CIA. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's what we've got for the CIA stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, so, so far we've got, you know, Warren Commission, the lone gunman, magic bullets. We got the CIA who, you know, pacifists all the way. Some, <laughs> some you know, Harry Potter, yeah, broom, guns, just way too many things going on. And guys, we're only a third of the way there, let's yeah. be honest. So we are, we'll see how far in we are. <laughs> uh, we do have a lot more for the next episode. The next episode this is, is a- where we're gonna get into some mobster stuff, some aliens, we're gonna talk about a hill for a little while, and then the good old Illuminati. Maybe good old fashioned Illuminati, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but we do have a lot more. There's, a, there's so much more to this. There's things that you have to kind of research for a while to find so i promise you and also there's a lot of interesting the stuff the rabbit there. hole goes so much deeper than any of us could have ever known i even with like the mafia stuff <laughs> the i mafia kept stuff going was, deeper than i thought i was yeah. going to you find yeah, one name which goes to another name yeah yeah right yeah anyway stay tuned for, for that. now stay tuned for that check out the newsletter once it goes out uh make sure you sign up for that on uh what is it ali tinyletter.com slash conspiracy Make sure you sign up for that. Uh, You'll get all the pictures and all the stuff that we're laughing and yelling about. Uh, You will see all of that. And also just feel free to let us know what you think about what we've already talked about. Um, Let us know if there's anything important that you think we missed or hang out and wait because we might get into it later. There's a lot of other stuff we're gonna talk about. Um, Anyway, until next time, I'm Cameron. I'm Serena. I'm Allie. I'm Jackie. And for all of the other hosts, which this time there's not as many other hosts, but (laughs) for all the other hosts, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Remember, you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, maybe Tinder, where you can find that you are in love with Burb, because we all are. Burb's amazing. Uh, You can say Instagram. Oh, yeah. We're also on Instagram. So if you just want to see pictures of him and stalk him, then you can do that. Uh, Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Remember to always stay stitious and to drive down the road with the top up on your car. At least if you're going slower than 10 miles. <laughs> and maybe you don't give an entire city your planning route if you're a very important person. Yeah. yeah. Those are a lot of criteria. 
Don't make enemies. Don't be a Kennedy. <laughs> Don't be a Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah, there you go.